G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. Psalm 75 verse 6 says, Promotion doesn't come from the north, south, east or west. It comes from the Lord. And we see in the Bible Daniel, Joseph and others being promoted within the context they lived in. Well, today we have a story of a young man from Australia who also saw God promote him in his workplace, one of the largest mining companies in the world. And his Christian faith buoyed him on that journey and allowed God to bless him in his labors. It's our great pleasure to welcome Ben DeVries with us here today. Welcome, Ben. Hey, Andrew. How are you? I'm good, Mr. DeVries. It's good to see you again. Ben, I want to pick up the story of your career. Tell us what you did when you left school and what your intentions were when you left school. Yeah, so I um, I studied mechanical engineering and yeah, as I uh, got to the end of my university degree, um, I was fortunate enough to get a role with this large mining company on a graduate program. And so um, I spent the first three years with the company learning all sorts of different things about, about that company. And um, yeah, it was a really exciting time. I didn't have a huge... Um, plan about what I was going to do with my career, but I just, you know, I guess I just kept on turning up each day and, and yeah, giving my best, yeah. You were a country kid, I think. Did you go to local state school or a local private school? Yeah, yeah, Forbes. So I went to a number of schools, but the last three years was uh, Forbes High School, a, a public school out in the, the central west New South Wales. So Number of schools. Were you expelled from previous schools, Ben, or what, what's going on there? What's <laughs> could have been, the could have been. No, no, I don't think that's why my parents moved, but... Uh, <laughs> But your, your dad was on the land a little bit, and uh, I still remember the story you told me how you saw your dad getting dragged behind a tractor one day, and you realised there was something wrong. Yeah. But he did manage to survive that. Well, after I jumped onto the tractor and stopped it. Oh, you're a good boy, <laughs> aren't you? You're a good son. And um, But you're a country kid, went to local state school, went to uni. What did you study? Uni mechanical engineering. Yep. And then you got a job in yeah one of the top three, as far as size goes, mining companies in the world. What What? Amount of staff are we talking about? A hundred thousand in that particular organisation? Um, it's obviously changed with different mergers and acquisitions, but yeah, it's been up around that hundred thousand at uh, at one point. It's probably come back a little bit since then. Yeah, so a lot of people. You're working away there. You're one of one hundred thousand employees. And uh, what I remember about you, Ben, is I was a part of your journey. Is uh, watching you start coming to church because your wife became a Christian and you weren't yet a Christian. And as a pastor, Ben, you were one of the most annoying people in the church because <laughs> every Sunday I knew that you were the only non-Christian in the service. And I used to say, is there anyone here who wants to receive Jesus today? And you'd just be looking at me just every Sunday for a, a very long time. And I thought, this guy's never getting saved. I'm just testing your patience. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. And um, But then you found Jesus, obviously. You did get yeah. saved. Not when I was there. Someone else was there. And uh, another pastor. And... Um, and, and so you're a Christian and you're working away in that organization. Tell us what happened and how God started to promote you. Um, yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting journey because as I yeah, made that decision to follow Christ, um, I guess a lot of things changed in inside me and I became a lot more, I think it's generous and a bit more loving and a lot more you know, joyful, I guess. And and I do honestly think that a lot of you know, the, the um, promotion that I saw from that time on was to do with this, 
you know, this difference inside me and then, and then people would see that and see something different about the way I was operating, the way I was, you know, acting. Um, and, and also just the, uh, I had some comments and many times through my career about how people would say, you're probably one of the most selfless people, like you are looking out for others and looking at, you're not worried about promoting yourself. You're not trying to, you know, I wasn't actively trying to get my career run up the, up the, you know, the sort of career ladder, um, and and so it, it kind of all of the promotion that I saw during that time in my career was not I didn't feel like it was anything that I was actively pursuing it it just kind of these doors opened for me in different ways and yeah I I guess obviously put that down to to, to God moving in my life yeah well like the Bible says promotion comes from the Lord what an amazing story so you believe that that internal change actually caused the promotion but you weren't one of these super ambitious types that was pursuing and, and hungry for the promotion. No, no, I've never, I've never seen myself to you know, be on this great big path of of moving up and getting in and further in the organisation. It was, um, yeah, I've, I guess some of that's from the the farming background. Is just you turn up each day and you give your best and um, yeah, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And so you're in this church, obviously. And uh, I remember there was a, a fundraising appeal for a, a building. And and you and your wife uh, did decide to, to to give towards that, and I remember a number of people who were in that same scenario as you mm. were receiving prayer, and I'm pretty sure the pastor didn't know what you did for a job, because um, he came around and prayed for you and didn't have a clue really what you did other than that you were just at church, and um, and the pastor prayed and 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 basically said to you, you know Ben, you're going to be an executive, you're going to be mm. an executive. I just and, and they had a real sense in their prayer, mm. and and what was your reaction to that? Yeah, it was pretty weird at the time because, um, yeah, I mean, obviously getting getting prayer in that connection was was very powerful. Um, but yeah, the executive word just and again the prayer was was many things. But again, when you you know somebody's prophesying or praying, it's a it's a two way thing. And it was that's that's what really struck me was this word executive. And I'm like, what? And to be honest, I didn't even know what an executive was at that time. Um, it was kind of a word that was a bit unique to me. Uh, so I. I kind of didn't really think too much of it. I was like, "This is a bit strange," but okay. Well, let's uh, let's see what happens. And your role at that time, you were a business analyst, weren't you? Um, yeah, so I was working in a business improvement group, um, just doing some um, yeah business analyst type work. Yep. Yeah, and so um, so someone's made the call. You're going to be an executive, and uh, I remember asking you about it, and 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 you were like, "Well, I work for such and such company. We don't want to promote the company today, but it is one of the largest mining companies in the world." And um, and you said to me, "There's not many executives in that organisation. There's a hundred thousand mm. people, but there's not many executives." Mm. No, and uh, but tell us what happened because it's an amazing story. Yeah, so it wasn't too far after that. Um, my boss called me in the office and he's um, said, "Look, there's a there's this opportunity that's come up um, within the company, um, and these are you know, quite specific roles um, that are created. And if you want to think about how you know, how you would describe it, uh, they're effectively like an apprenticeship to become." An executive of the company and it was kind of like oh, I've still got this thing in the back of my mind thinking oh this is a bit what do you mean executive yeah so it's and what does the role do well effectively you work directly for one of the key executives so second in charge in the company or even the head of the company the the roles that were uh, that I was um, considered for one was from for the CEO of the of the whole company working directly for that person um, and as he's talking about this, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. And then I said, what's what's the role? And he said, oh, well, the role title is mining executive. That's what the role title is. So, yeah, that was um, you know, quite bizarre, and it was an opportunity. I mean, that really was 
the, the linchpin for me progressing in the company because I got to go on this apprenticeship program effectively working for the second highest guy in the, in the company and learning all of the things that executives do. Incredible. And we don't want dollar figures here, Ben, but you know, I think you told me once that you, you had made a commitment in your heart with your wife to give a certain amount of money to that building project. Mm. And when you got this promotion to this executive, is it about the same amount of money that you ended up getting paid extra for your new yeah, salary? Yeah, it was, again, in some of these things, you know, people will say there's coincidences, but you know, those that know God know that they're not coincidences. So again, I've gone through this mining executive role title. I'm like, this is really interesting. Um, yeah, God's obviously doing something here. And then I got, the, when I got the letter to offer me the role, um, the way they structure the packages is they give you your current package and they give you your new package and then they give you the amount of money that obviously the increase. So there's a there's a number that sits at the bottom that is the number and that number was the exact number that I had more myself and my wife had pledged. Nearly, not to the dollar, but within a ridiculously close tolerance. <laughs> Incredible, huh? Yeah. So you've lived out the scripture which says you can't outgive God. And and there's a good ending to that story too because that particular church ended up with its own building. You know, they were in a school hall at that time and it was hard yards and some of our listeners will be in churches right now that meet in school halls and community halls mm-hmm. and they know what we're talking about that I think for 12 years we were setting up and packing up in the school hall by faith. The pastor, being me, was getting mm-hmm. reprimanded by the school principal far <laughs> too often for <laughs> various misdemeanors of things getting broken in the kitchen and whatever else that would go wrong and so it's amazing, you know, you gave to God, as many others did. The church ends up with a building, but then you end up with a promotion mm. from the Lord and uh, you actually suffer no financial loss from your generosity. Mm. Yeah, no, it's quite, I mean, that's what the Bible says. So we should, of course, expect that to happen. Um, but when it happens, it, it's still, yeah, it's still hard to believe even talking about it now. It's still like, yeah, that, that just that exact amount was you know, statistically nearly impossible. Yeah, and uh, it's amazing, Ben. And like I said in the introduction, you know, Daniel and Joseph were also promoted, you know, mm. and, you know, Daniel was in Babylon, Joseph was in Egypt. Both of those particular empires at that time were the most powerful and prominent, wealthy, sophisticated people groups in the world, but they weren't Christian. Mm. And yet in the midst of that, God promoted. And I'm just hoping and praying that some of our listeners today who are working in organizations that are probably not Christian and they're in an economy right now in a nation state called Australia, which is not a Christian nation by any means. I'm just hoping and praying that your story inspires people that, uh, to say, God, promote me, you know, mm. because let's be honest, once you get promoted, you have more influence, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And then, yeah, the opportunities, that was just the start of the next series of opportunities for, for over 10 years of, you know, going internationally spending time over in Africa and then, you know, rolls up in the Northern Territory and, um, yeah, other other exciting opportunities to be part of all sorts of um, programs and improvement programs, and yeah. I mean, I mean you were managing mine sites in Africa, weren't you, in Northern Australia? So you became a manager of a mine site, and then I think your your final role at this organisation, you were managing the mine managers, weren't you, at one stage? Yeah, as a general manager or well, managing director of a, of one of the mines. Yeah, incredible, incredible, Ben. It's an inspiring story, and um, I really want to thank you for coming in today. Do you think just Quickly, can you give us two tips that worked for you in the corporate space? Two things that if people said to you, what's your two best pieces of advice? I'm in a big corporate organization or a big government department. What would you say to them? Um, look, I think as much as, um, you know, it's a bit, a bit of a cliche, but it is all about relationships and building strong relationships with others. 
Um, and it is, you know, it's not the old saying, but you know, it's obviously what you know, but a lot of what you need to do in a big corporate organisation in particular is is just foster those relationships and just do what the Bible says, just love others around you, love people, love God, of course, and then, um, yeah, and, and do that in a genuine way, and I think that's the key thing. And the second part of my, again, this is my personal journey, whether that relates to everyone else, was, as I kind of alluded to before, um, but but don't be all about promoting yourself. Some of the best advice I ever got was, for every job you do, make yourself redundant. Effectively, do your job and you know, be able to delegate. And because when you make yourself effectively redundant, you get promoted to some, to you, there's more capacity for you to be able to go and do other work um, outside of what you've been asked to do. Awesome. So humility and relationship building, just loving people. Ben, so encouraging. Your story is inspiring. It's encouraging and it's not over yet. God hasn't finished with you yet. Yeah. I know you've resigned from that organization and maybe we'll get you in another day and talk about what's going on now. But I want to thank you so much, Ben DeVries, for coming in today. Okay. Thank you for your time. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 